Welcome to the Robcast. Rob Lee here, Dan D. Dirty Dan D, the Doberman. See, we could that could be a, a morning talk show, dude. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about being on morning radio. Doberman and the Water Boy. Yeah. What? <laughs> so you're the Water Boy? Yeah. Why would you want to be a Water Boy? Because it takes a spit off my real last name. W A T. Unless I you say, add the E-R and the B-O-Y. yeah, but your name is only has Dober, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know the first three letters. You I know. don't really care for morning radio. I don't talk. I don't care for talk radio. We're doing a podcast, and walking out there. It's just by the greater grace of God that I'm able to enjoy podcasts. Because I mean, essentially, but podcasts we, are just it's we would do it the radio. same way, but we would just it would just be a laugh. We would be trolling morning radio. Just have the wacky name. You remember that I fucking well, you're not Family Guy guy, but the weenie in the butt. Yeah, no, I know that episode. We could do the baby. We could do that shtick. Mm. I think it would be because it's trolling the fuck out of it. It is trolling. They see me trolling. <laughs> see what? Hey, we can hey, we can make our own hey, thing. Man. Two new words for you. Hit me. Hit words. me. Words. Controlling. Controlling. Trolling at a convention. Well, we already do that. And We've done that for two years now, solid. We're going back for a third, homie. Here's the next one. Uh, sustomers. Sustomers? People who want to buy shit from you, but you can't trust them. Like, these motherfuckers are suspect. Sustomers. That's a strong That's one. That's a good one. Did you have one earlier this week, like, for some sort of, like... Sex thing. I remember the hybrid one. That was the only thing. Yeah, the hybrid one. And that's like sourdough and sour uh, diesel and gives you a hybrid. Yeah. That's you sound like some weird Confucius thing. Like, man, chase after car, get tired. You you must try new feng shui. Person stand on toilet, Highland pot. Like, it's, <laughs> like it sounds like that. Have you ever heard those? My one buddy, my one dude, Tommy, he was always cracking those, man. Like, he, I don't understand where he got them from, but he always had them. Men find woman and didn't come. That's not it, no. No logic is in this. That's I'm just it. saying what happens. It's an order. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, You ever watch, like, a movie that's ruined by the actor? But you still like the movie? All the time. Okay. This is Weekend for Old Rob Lee. It's been filmed with... Filled with. Not filmed. Filled with... I watched uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm. I got through about a half of it. It's just... When, as soon as Anthony Hopkins comes in... I'm not saying he kills the movie. But as soon as it comes in, it's just like, yo, I have less interest here. Yeah, you know, I, I spent fucking years since I've actually watched that movie. The movie's 21 years old. But um, Keanu Reeves clearly ruins that fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Drag cool. Uh, but when uh, I come for an interview. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you must try. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Dude, at, w- at one point when he um, cut himself with the razor, and then he takes a razor from him and then licks it, I was like, that is a gnarly scene right there. That is fucking disgusting. I cringed a little bit. I, I completely forgot Keanu was in that movie. Yeah, he was John Hawker. So Fucking Winona Ryder got the accent right. 
And she was this woman and shit, then she started. So that's a, you know what? Dracula's a statement on relationships. Really? Think about it. it. Think about it. She was getting married to fucking Keanu Reeves. Okay. Fucking Dracula pops up with all of his flavor. He's about to fuck this bitch. That's because it's Dracula. Dracula has hypnotic powers. But that's what I'm saying. A new nigga will fuck your bitch. If you ain't there, I know firsthand. (laughs) Motherfucker. But it's a statement on relationships. Uh, I mean, you are kind of right about that. I know. (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you, right you do get to see Monica Bellucci's titties, though, and that's just. I don't see. I, man, when the three white bitches are like alcohol. sucking. Oh wait, yes, that's right. I remember. Okay. Monica Bellucci, man. I just like the part where they're all over Dracula, and then it takes this weird fast motion where they're like on a pedestal and they move all the way back. Oh yeah. Yeah. You scatter away like roaches and shit. That shit just looks so silly. Dude, it was shot like that movie was surreal. Like the reason I mentioned because I saw it yesterday and it was just like when. You feel like you're reading a book in some some ways because like when he's on the train and he's hit it there to Dracula, when John Harker's on the train hit it there to Dracula, you see the fucking eyes like he's omnipresent and shit. And the thing with the fucking shadows, like the shadows attacking you, but he's nowhere near there. <laughs> that is like what you need and shit. But I remember growing up, like when that movie came out, I was eight. Fucking, it was just mocked. Like, oh, he has the hair and ha ha ha. Yeah, he's like that, kind of a queerish looking. But that movie was done very well. It just makes me think of the Simpsons. Yeah, Bump with uh, Burns. The Halloween episode where he, it was, he was Dracula and they're like, Dad, did you notice anything funny about him? Yeah, his hairdo's so queer. Uh, I heard that. It was the boy. Um, Now, it was like, oh, that's you shouldn't be saying that. You're saying it's a derogatory. Fuck you people. We're going to talk about the gays in a minute. I'm going to finish this bit on um, this, the movies. Because um, the gays deserve their equal time. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're equal opportunists, haters. Yeah. Um, I ended up watching the definitive uh, documentary on TMNT. Nice. Is that on Netflix? No. Where'd you see this? You have to find it on one of the mini sites. I'll tell you out there. That's pretty dope. It's like an hour and a half long. It's good. Yep. Do they talk to Eastman? And they all talk that? to Eastman, Lard, all of them. Uh, Corey Feldman? Um, Not Corey. Uh, the other Corey? No, he's dead. Yeah, clearly. Right. He is dead. They talked to Michael Ian Black, who was on... Remember they had the Turtle Rock concert thing? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I still got my VHS. He was one of the um, dudes on the tours. Really? He was, I think, like, Leon... No, he's Raphael on one of the tours. That's insane. So they they talked to him a bit and just talked about how they had the whole thing. He dropped out of college to do that shit. That is amazing. As a junior in college. That's amazing. I would, too. Um, And they... It's funny. The the movie kind of... The documentary ends... Cause they said they only expected to have a three-year run, mm-hmm. like period. And the fact that it's been around for thirty years, um, it's just the magical staying power of some teenage mutant ninja turtles, man. The thing that was interesting, he said, like um, they were talking to Laird, and um, and they, apparently him and Eastman they stopped talking. Like, I want to say like in '93. Really? Because Eastman owns like Heavy Metal magazine and all that shit. Yeah. And he's like, I want to focus on other things. He said it one way, but the way it actually happened, he got he sold his shares and shit. But it was funny. All of this shit that negative, like that, kind of fucked the turtles over. Pretty much anything from like '93, it was more layered with creative control. So that's why you had the Venus Del Milo shit. It's just that that shit, dude. They that didn't talk about the shit that kind of 
tarnish the turtles for a while. He um Lodge said he felt like the turtles got tarnished after two. Like the two was the tarnishment. Like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because he said he said the first one was so gritty as what they wanted, and then he felt like they took a step back and making a second one, add more mutants, make it lighter, make it ki- ki- um, friendlier, and add more sound effects. Yeah, but it still worked. Like, but I yeah, guess, I guess their at, creative vision, Turtles Two would have been a lot darker. Like, and I guess adding Razor wouldn't have called Shredder Mama. And adding so Vanilla like, Ice to it. Yeah, Vanilla Ice was definitely. The However, downfall. we talked about that. That was a funny scene. I mean, dude, I used to do Man, where'd you get them costumes from? I used to do turtle dance all the time, man. Of course I was you did. obsessed with that shit. And he said that fucking the third one, they felt like they were back at square one. Yeah, because the third one blew beyond recognition. And still, I like the third one. It blew. You're the only one. Mm, I know a few people like the third one. Mm. It blew, don't get me wrong. Can't count me on that roster, ho. The turtles look different. It blew, don't get me wrong, but they show some close-ups, too, that... Because, like, those fuckers were dying in those costumes, dude. Like, all of the servos and all the shit in the helmet. Oh, yeah. And if you look really close, there was one scene where April in the first one and, Ra- and I think Donatello are laughing. And Donatello does one of these, ha, ah, ah, ha, and you see the fucking eyes of the person that's in there. Oh, I gotta check that out. You gotta slow it down to, like, because they shot it. Most movies are shot at 24 frames per second. Mm-hmm. The turtles were so slow because the costume was so clunky that they shot the entire film at 23 per second to compensate for how slow they were moving. Oh, wow. Never knew that either. Um, Ernie Reyes, who was Kino in the second one, was one of the stunt guys in the first one. So he was kicking some ass in the first movie. That's how he got his Yes, he did. Kino. Yes, and Kino was strong. Kino was strong. I liked him. Well, it's hard to find a replacement for Casey But Kino was a good replacement for Casey. Casey Jones. I thought I call my penis Casey Bones. <laughs> my uh, my penis is nicknamed the Stig. It's the fastest penis alive. If he weren't, he'd explode. My dick is called Rat King. Rat King, you want no, It no. blows through different tunnels. That's disgusting. <laughs> I have a gnarly dick. dick. I have a gnarly dick. It doesn't matter. You don't want to be Rat my King. My balls look like a rat. No, dude. If you were to detach my balls and just put them on a plate, no, like is that a rat? There's this girl I used to work with. There's this girl at uh, that IT job I worked yeah. who was the, just the foulest, dirtiest looking girl ever, but she had this pointy face like a rat. So we called her the Rat King. No, you did. Yes, we did. We called her Rat King. And we called her Rat King because we didn't want to call her Rat Queen because then it would let on that we were talking about a girl. Plus, we liked using the, the reference to the turtles. It's like, yeah, Strong it's Rat reference. King. Dude, they were, they were talking about. All of the action figures and shit. They were just showing all of the action figures. And it was like at a certain point, you couldn't have an action figure that um, didn't have like a fucked up arm or a leg. Like they had a trash can for a leg and one. There's, um, I mean, I easily, if I were to sit there and watch that, I'd be like, oh, got that one, got that one, got that one, and the, uh, that one, and that one. But they said at a certain point, and this is how you know your toy franchise is getting shitty. And the same thing could be said about the Batman toys. Oh, easily, yeah. When yeah. you start transitioning, it's like, well, we need to have the turtles and baseball outfits. Those were, f- some of those were fun. They were though. fun and whimsical, but they turned into Barbie dolls. Oh, yeah, no, they had tons of, um. Shit. Like, like, genre style turtles, like the baseball ones. I had the. I had one of them, I think. I had the rock star ones. I had the Donatello with the trench coat on. Yep. I had, I had one of them with the trench coat. I had the morphing Did you have the transforming turtles? Yeah. Yeah. I had those. Um. And they were from the movie, I think. 
I have no, no, they weren't. I have Razor. One of them was. Oh, they, see, no, I didn't have Tokai Razor, but I did have the movie quality turtles with yeah. that turtle from the movies. I've got at least three of those. I, uh. The only. Oh. Uh, Turtles in the third movie. The yeah. only ones I have are Leo and Raphael, and the Raphael one is strong. I love that one. I think I, I think we had because, like I said, me and Rudy, all of our toys were bought together, and and I'm going to talk about that for a little bit more. The Turtles in a second, uh, but I would always get uh, Leonardo, and Rudy would always get Michelangelo because mm. I was the stoic leader. My favorite color is blue, and Rudy was a party dude. <laughs> he loved pizza and nunchucks. There you go. I, I have the welts to show it. No. I was um. I always bought Donatello or Raphael. Of course they were you always did. Always the first two. Of course you did. Course. You're a Donatello kind of guy. I am Donatello man. I, East, was, I was a geeky science kid. Eastman was the Donna was the Raphael and, and Law was the Donatello. Oh. It was another dude who was an inker. I uh, forget what his name, but he was Michelangelo was based off him. It was another yeah. dude who did artwork later who was based on Raphael. Um. But another thing that the Turtles taught me, and I know we talked about this a little bit last week, but we didn't really get in this far in depth in it. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I always leaned on either Leonardo by default, but mostly I wanted to be Raphael. Because hmm. I was like, yo, I don't like doing shit other people tell me to do. Yeah. I'm such a rebel. And I want to be a tough guy. And I'm sarcastic as a fuck. And I, I found like, kids that grew up like around our time maybe they won't say this but i think when it comes to like looking at one's like personality and shit like that you may look at like yo okay the way that turtles were typified that's one of your earlier things like all right i relate more so to him so more than likely that's what your personality was yeah i can see that because i just know this like i never wanted to be donatello i was like nah i already got glasses already <laughs> losing I watched the um, the new turtle movie yesterday. Uh, wasn't horrible. Um, it's definitely holes in it. I mean, yeah, like I've big read ones. Reviews of it now. It's like you can't read CBR. I, I'm going with the CBR. You can't you can't read the reviews on it. Um, just be just be for, for this for this fact. Like they like Rudy told me it was good. He saw it with his kid, and I'll say this if. Like I can't like right now I couldn't sit there and watch the original Turtles. So I'd be like, eh, I would poke holes in it because I'm an adult and I'm looking at it as an adult. So I have to look at it just without reading the reviews because not everyone looks at it like, hey, I'm an adult when I'm seeing this, so this is stupid. You know that the movie is geared towards kids, so they don't really have to explain shit. Yeah. Whereas if you're looking like, the fuck is this? I just heard that they give you the origin for why they love pizza, and it's like we don't need that. They didn't. It's, it's the George Lucas effect. I don't need to how, know okay. where the things I love come from. They, you know what? They didn't really do. They didn't really do that handfistedly either. The only thing that they did, and it's been out for a couple weeks, so spoilers, I guess, was it's what two weeks now? Two yeah. Weekends? yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Um. They didn't even really touch on that too heavily, other than fucking Megan Fox was. She was their pet. I mean, they were her pet, and she fed them pizza. That's all it was. But it's not like, yo, hey, they took a whole fucking thing. It's like, it was literally a two-second thing. Well, it's just the fact that they they felt the need to put it in there. Like, that's my whole thing. It's like, we don't need to know that information no matter how long it is. We don't need it. We don't need it. We know where the turtles come from. We know where Splinter and Shredder come from. But they reconned all of that. So, the fact that they didn't even say where... So they don't explain at all where Shredder or Splinter. They explain from. where they more they focus more so on um, William Sachs. 
who is like Shredder's adopted son. Shredder's a tertiary. You don't, oh, you don't even see his face. You don't even see Shredder's face. However, he is pretty badass. His fighting style is pretty dope. Still bogus. Um, but they, they had to update certain things. I, I will say that. They had update to update these nuts. They updated certain things. Like, if you say, hey, we're just going to take over. It's a street gang that's taking over New York. The fucking police would have just shot these fuckers. Yeah, but see, Let's be real. That's the thing. Okay, here, here, here's Could we still have the arcade scene? Could we still have a little white guy's father? I mean, you can start poking away at the original. To go at, you know, you have well, to adapt I things. I get it, you gotta adapt things. But that's, like, um, like what you were just saying. That's what gets me pissed with, like, reviews and things like that. Because you get these people that come in here and they, they say that. Well, it's like, well, you can't do it like this because then why wouldn't the New York cops just come in and shoot them? Dumbass, it's a movie. You know? But that's the this same. Isn't real, this isn't real life. The cops are nowhere. In this movie... These guys are the ones handling business, not the fucking cops. You can't go in with a real-life mindset. Adversely, you can't make a movie with a real-life mindset. So, so when people get tight, I'm just like, look, we're watching a movie about anthropomorphic turtles. But yeah, like, see, here, and here's the thing that the CBR touched on. He was like, whoever it was that wrote it was like, you know, this movie suffers from the Christopher Nolan effect, where everything has to be grounded in some sort of reality where you can't, you can't have that comic book fantasy where it's like, oh, well, this happened because of some stardust. No, it's got to be grounded in reality, and it can't be fun or mythical at all. Well, you know what? From watching the documentary, and, I, and the thing is, I watched the documentary right before I watched the movie, and <laughs> they never explained any of the stuff in the comic book, and so if you love the cartoon, the cartoon did more explaining than it did in the comic book. Well, I hear the so video. the same like hate that CBR would have towards the movie, technically you could have towards the cartoon. But the cartoon is revered. Like the cartoon, they like I know people who are like the turtles are wimps and pansies. It's like they are kind of kind of pussies. A little bit, but they always came through in the end. Like it it was one thing that Mike Lawrence said. He's like, you can look at twenty two minutes of these cartoons. They never really fight. (laughs) Like that's hilarious. They just kind of meet people to talk it out. I will say one thing: it's one badass scene where Shredder crushes um, Raphael's um, shell. Dude. But uh, it's one one thing because um, that you know the scene in the trailer when uh, Donatello's like, "Let me be the badass for once," because yeah. Raphael's like, "My shell's cracked. Tape it up for me." I was like, "Yeah!" And he then he goes badass. He throws himself like this. The turtle's like superhuman strong and shit, and it's a lot bigger than in the original because it's supposed to be like five foot something. Yeah, they're supposed to be way. Stronger. They're as big as me. Yeah. And they they make each one different in size, so. A lot of the stuff in the reviews, they say, well, they don't really describe how they all personality. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I heard their personalities at least come through, but that's pretty much where the buck stops. Mm, well, I, I will say this. The pacing is fucked up. Hey, who was Whoopi Goldberg in this movie? She, she, was, in the movie for, she was in the movie for two seconds. Two seconds? That's still two seconds too long. She was, um, she was April's boss and shit. Because she was just like, I don't... Please tell me they murder her. They, uh, she gets fired. As soon as um, April gets fired, no more Whoopi. Good. But uh, Will Arnett's like helping her for the rest of the, rest of the movie and shit. And Casey Jones is nowhere to be seen. Apparently, Casey Jones is going to be in the second one and uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. Good. So okay, they're finally going to do Rocksteady and Bebop. Okay, I could be. About I could be that. about this movie and shit. I'd go to see Rocksteady and Bebop. So you got to figure it's been. I mean, how long? Thirty years. The the original cartoon. Well, just in general, the whole mythos. The whole mythos. The first sketch was in like an '83, and they never. Well, I'm just saying they've never brought Rocksteady and Bebop and Rocksteady 
out of the, you know, into the world of the movie. Into a live into, action. Like, yeah, and like even with the shitty Fox show. The fact that you had. even do Bebop and Rockstead. The fact that you had Tokon and Razor in a cartoon. Yeah. And they looked horrible in a cartoon. Yeah. Tokon and Razor were awesome in the second movie. And I, like you were saying about like the lightheartedness of yeah. it. Like, they were know, pretty violent guys, which is still violent. They it's still like you're trying violent. to level it out. Like if yeah. for us to like Turtles came out, the first one came out in 1990. Yep. That was not a PG like movie. No. But then I guess as the ratings go up, because they cranked the second one out in like a year. Yeah. They got the rush. Second one got rushed. Second one was still good. I don't understand how people can hate them. But that goes to the creator and shit. And that's why like me and you always kind of go back and forth. Like if you're creating it. It should be the way that you want it to be. Yeah. And and like especially like you, I got try to take my fanboy shit aside. I'm like, you know what? If they weren't happy with it, they weren't happy with it. Yeah. And the movie still, it made I think like eighty. The first one made one thirty. Yeah. And the first one was an indie film mm-hmm. for it to make one thirty. And um, I think the third one made like twenty. I'm not sure. And if you look at it again, the third one was comicy. If you think about it. The fact that you know how, like you said earlier, like it's got the Chris Van Olen effect. It that movie, the third one from the from the original trilogy. Yeah, the original. It's like we didn't really explain why they went back in time. It was this thing that took them back in time. That was the thing. They didn't know what they were fucking with, and then they got teleported. Yeah, and I think they had because you know they had like a secondary comic that was with Archie, right? Mm-hmm. And that was cheesy. What was more based for kids, and now they've got. But that's what the third movie was yeah. like, kind of from. Now they've got the um, turtles. Well, they've got Eastman is doing a TMNT series again, which has been fucking strong as shit. Because um, Laird was doing it for a while, and his art just wasn't there. Yeah, but now it was too gritty. Eastman and they've got like pretty much the original creators back on the book. They're old as fuck um, now. And now, oh yeah, but they're going strong, dude. Like. Uh, uh, what's his name? Krang, and in the new issue, yeah. Krang and Shredder meet up to like talk out a deal and stuff. I, I will say they do a lot of reconning. And there is also speaking of the third movie, they are doing a mini series in the book now that leads to the third movie. Well, no, it's called Turtles in Time. It's a five issue mini, and where they are right now is feudal Japan. So could, if if they do it right, like it like I'm not one of those guys because I think it's too often that you find that third movie. And because it's the third movie, you have to hate it. Like, and it's the rule of threes. Comedy has the rule of threes, which is funny. But the rule of threes in films, even if the third movie is good and it gives you what you're looking for, people are going to hate it. I mean, look at the Batman franchise. I hated Dark Knight Rises. And I think what else? People, Terminator 3 fucking hated the shit out of that Terminator movie. 3 was terrible. Um, Blade 3 was bad. Blade 3 was alright. It was bad. I kind of enjoyed it some. Just cause I like X-Men 3. Hated it. You, you see what I'm saying? It's the rule of threes. Like, makes me question, like... Like, Iron Man 3 wasn't that good. Hated it. Um, What other trilogy out there and shit? Return of the Jedi was strong. That's, that's Except where... Except for the ending with the Ewoks. Everyone hated that ending. Chip, jump, doop, doop, chop, chop, whatever. Like, strangely, and I get shit for this, but everyone has anything to say can suck the hairiest part of my dick. Um, uh, Return of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, rather. You're an idiot. All three of those movies. Trick question, all three of those movies were terrible. Nah, I won't say that. 
That, that's just an easy thing for people to say and shit. You sit there. No, it is. It's, it is a very easy thing for people to say. Wait, but I they lost my point. but they outgross the original for one, just, and they weren't as bad as people wanted to say. Take the fanboy hat off for a minute. Look, Star Wars, as far as no, I can't. You have can't. to. Those three movies. You have suck. to judge it objectively. Even if I take it, okay, I, I can still. Judge like if like if you were making a, like if like if I said Dan, okay, you know what? I really like your zombie fiction, but that recent stuff not as good. You know, I, I want you to because I want you to stick with what you used to do. Ergo, it colors how I feel about your current shit. That's poor judgment. That's poor course. Let's 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 get one thing straight. I will never deviate from my original vision. But that's why that's why I haven't gotten up as a writer. But yet. that's the fanboy thing. That's the fanboy effect and shit. It has to be. You have to make your stuff specifically for me. No, make your your stuff for like the general audience and shit. The one the movies look better. They may not have had the same luster, and we romanticize shit as when we were kids. Like if it's the nostalgia effect. If you saw those first three before you saw the original trilogy, you would look at the original trilogy like it was horseshit. Yeah, that's honest. Only because of graphics and no, CGI. I'm, but this, it's a well, yeah. That's like that's like taking one of my like sixteen or eighteen year old cousins and sitting them down and watching Star Wars. They're gonna complain about the graphics and the graininess. Because they're stupid and all they know is high quality and CGI. Like, honestly, mm. I've I've tried. Kids are kids are fickle these days. I'll give you that. Kids are stupid. Kids are stupid, and you can sell them anything. You just gotta put the right. Hey, kids! <laughs> on it. Like the the adage is true. If you can make a booger glow in the dark, you can sell it to kids. I can actually can make my boogers glow in the dark. I've had a lot of chemicals in my system recently. I have snorted barium before. Oh my god! So it's kind of like a luminous fish type of effect that you get going on. You had a you have a sorted drug history, don't you? I just say I would see say, those track lines, Dan. I wouldn't say it's an assorted history. I've you know barium, little coke, I've done uh, dabs of metamucil. Mm, mm. Why? Why? It's got to do a dab sometimes. <sighs> We need to talk. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's that's the way I try to approach it. I look at old things. It's like, look, that's what they are. It's not what it originally was. Like, You're such a passive motherfucker when no. it comes to creative. Now, when it comes to uh, other shit. Other people's creative stuff. When it comes to other shit, I'll say that, hey, this was fucked up. You need to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Like, and I kind of got this from fucking with you. A little, like when I when I read um, Wanted after I saw the movie, I was like, that movie was horseshit. Exactly, like, come on, how can you take but, something? But to see, the thing put is, put it under the same license and make it something completely different. That's like taking the Ninja Turtles and making them cat people. Come it's it's adaptations and shit. I I'll go that far. Adaptation, but it's a it's, nuts. it's a limit though. That's the point I'm making. Okay, okay, okay. I'm and sorry. it's like, yo. All right, where are all these great creatures that were in the book? Why didn't you just cast this with the people that were in the book? Because they were already cast. And now, see, I um, originally when wanted people, <coughs> I was very angry. And there was a point where I hated Mark Millar. So I was like, how would they let him do this? But then I realized, you know what? Mark Millar was heavy. He's a heavy hitter when it comes to the comic world. Yeah. Wanted was one of the first movies, I think, that they did, like, that he ever was affiliated with in a movie. Um... He said, fuck it, let them do whatever they want, and now he gets to make movies however he... He's, he has, like, creative rights on he his didn't, shit now. He didn't, he, he didn't go that, like... The people that bug me, let's say we have a spectrum. I'm somewhere in the middle. 
I don't waver. There's some things I get pissed off about movies. And other things, I'm like, you know what? Let motherfuckers what do their thing. What pissed me off beyond recognition? I saw the movie before I saw the book, and then the book colored it for me. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I like the movie, but not as wanted. It should have been something else. else. And it would have been an alright movie. You didn't fuck me. Yeah. So... Um, I think you have people, you have a spectrum. I would be in the middle. You would be leaning towards the end. I don't think you're as unforgiving as you try to put it out there to be. But then you have those cocksuckers who, you know what? Fuck it. I feel like Alan Moore and shit. My yeah. shit should never be in a different... You know what? Eat a dick. Like, in some instances, you should be happy that the shit got turned into something more than just a book. Because yeah. what's what's going to be better receive what's more palatable a, a book in today's society a book or a film a film so if I you mean, we got you know face facts we're in a digital era where everybody wants it has been that way it's for a, a while moment for me it's been that way for but you, the thing is you adapt you do die and i watched another thing i watched was the uh, jimmy hendrix documentary which kind of turns into that whole creative standpoint he like for him to really be around, we're really switching gears here, but still on the, the thing of creativity. For him to be around for less than five years, he was the, him and the experience was the highest selling group. I mean, the impact he had was epic. But he changed his shit so quickly. Like, like artists in like the late 60s were rotating and reimagining and reinvisioning. But they control all of their creativity. So you're like, oh, I listen to this shit, but it sounds nothing like the shit was a week yeah. later. And that's a statement on now like how do you stay fresh when everyone is on drugs so the people listening to your shit is on drugs how do you stay up with them their drugs could be different than the drugs that you're on yeah you have to completely you know throw yourself into your creative mix and just perpetually do it and that's where i kind of stand in on almost all artists it's like yo if someone's creating like do it it might be shitty but do it yeah you get better with time and you find out what your voice is and shit. Sometimes your shit is so ahead of t ahead of the time that you know, like what happened with um the dude that did the girl with the dragon tattoo. Nobody, his shit didn't really get super popular until he died. <sighs> Say what you will, I but know, it's still. I, I know it's just I didn't see a point to any of those books or those movies. I it's, said, what's the point? It's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna take Silence of the Lambs and then put a rape victim in there. And then we're going to, uh, we're just going to have this girl uh, fuck with people. And then, I don't even know, I tuned out after that. I was but like, this the, looks dumb. The same, the same thing that can be said about, like, what's the point of any of anything? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's oh, easy. Oh, we're going, we're going so meta today. It's, it's, the, it's, it's that. You, you could just say, like, all right, why, why do we have... Welcome to the emo cast. <laughs> what is it like? <laughs> it's this existential cast. I wonder. Will it take me under... Qu query <laughs> but yeah like it's to, like what's the point of like any of that stuff what's the point of having a film about you know what's, what's the point of having like what's any... the point of having a film like Juno yeah what's the point I of... hated that movie I, I did too and she's a hack but she's entitled to be creative not in everything she, she's she... good as Kitty Pryde she's no 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 no, no. Diablo Kitty. Cody is a hack the writer Diablo Cody yeah Everything is from that slant. It's like, yo, you're a fat former stripper, now feminist. Eat a bag of dicks. Wait, what? Yeah, that's what she was, a stripper. <laughs> stripper turned feminist. That, I yeah, know. but you know what? That'll be the day. But that's the mindset right there. Oh, I control my body and I make money. For no, let's... That was the that was the idea in that uh, the true life of webcam girls documentary. I Talk, tell me about that. Tell me about that. Well, just, you know how I feel about cam girls. And I'm telling you right now, if I get... I know how you feel about women. Chick, 
If I get reincarnated as a chick, I'm going to be the biggest hoe bag online ever. I'm going to be bigger than Jenna Shea. I think that's one of the things right there. Women, be hoes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, just no. do it. Guys are hoes. We're hoes. Yeah, but we can't monetize our slut though. That's the thing. It's just like, yo, you're making money off. Don't say that you're a woman that's making money, that you're a boss. No, you're a whore. Yeah. Call a spade a spade. We're whores, but we don't get paid for it. We just fuck frivolously because we like vagina. That's our currency. It's always we been, get paid in vaginal mucus. It's just always been interesting to me how guys break into porn because it's all about the girl. Like Lexi Bell makes all this mm. fuckwad, like these. Fuck yeah, she gets. She does get fuckwads. Go on. Well, no, it's not like that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean that in like the adjective sense. Yeah. Like um, she gets she gets tons and tons of money. I yeah. would like to know what her male counterpart gets on those sets where she does do men men scenes and uh, the boy girl scenes and shit. Guys get fucked. And like, like a lot of guys do gay porn. Like if I like you could probably do it because you're already a skinny dude. You just need to tone yourself. Yeah. I would probably need to lose maybe forty, maybe thirty to forty pounds, and I could I would be like a Rico Strong kind of dude. <laughs> if you've seen Rico Strong, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And we could do porn. <laughs> Not me and you together, clearly, because that would be a whole different like. Mm. And intro to show it. Welcome to the Rockcast. I, I really don't know if I could do <laughs> I couldn't that. look you in the face as we record. I'm like, welcome to the Rockcast. I don't know, man. I'm here with Dan. People. I got a lot of people. I don't know if I could be born. Uh, I should, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I watched the other day. But that webcam thing. Yeah, tell me about that. Like, it, it followed three different girls. One was a lesbian in a lesbian mm. relationship, living together, and the one girl, of course, hated it. <laughs> the one white girl was my favorite, just because she was like, oh, I like sex. I like it a lot. And I like she, wankers. Well, she, it's like, you know, growing up, she was like, you know, she grew up. In a church like, or something. With that whole sexual vibe. Ooh. She was sexually she was, a, she was 14. That's the type of girls that I fuck with. I like chicks who know that they're hoes. But it's just funny because it's like... But they fuck discriminately, She though. does, like, um... She did, like, random fetish stuff. Like, cook it. Like, like, they show on the documentary, it's like she put out, like, a thing that she, you know, come watch her cook naked. Mm -hmm. So that's what she did. But she wasn't totally... <laughs> she wasn't totally naked. She had on, like, this slinky-looking thing, and she was just cooking lunch. And then they went to this one girl, and this is my favorite thing, because it was like, this bitch... <laughs> She's eating potato chips with her legs open and says, fish much, and chips. Pretty much. But Thank this, you. this other chick, she spent, like, tons of money on cosmetic surgery, like, tits and everything. And she, like, her whole thing is, I won't go full nude. And it's like, then how do you make money? It's... And it does, it does go into that in the documentary, where it's like... Oh, you have to make a decision. I do. It it's like the thing that with uh, Spicy J, she's a porn star. Mm -hmm. She has a huge ass, nice tits, but she will not fuck on camera. She has not fucked on camera. She's been in maybe eight to ten videos, just shaking her ass, yeah. eating a little pussy. That's and that's all cam girls do. They don't. They just she don't shake it touch a dick enough. Yeah. And I was like, either she's gay. And it's like, why are you here? Yeah. This is a film where fucking has happened. I would rather, I would rather go on a free. She's a carnal spectator. Words, yeah. carnal words, spectator. Dirty words. Like I can't be like, it's like watching those cuckold videos and shit. <laughs> when the dude's just sitting there, he's kind of just jerking his dick and shit. Where, like a guy like me is just pounding his woman. Mm -hmm. I, you're you're an extra dick. I don't need you in this film. <laughs> I don't get off on that shit. No. Um. 
any of the other notes you had to say on a fucking... Well, it was just because by the end of it, they're all like, oh, I'm still going to be making money and supporting myself how I want to. It was an interesting look. I'm not a Muppet. It was interesting look. But the only way, it, like, the only reason it was humanized and you could be like, oh, you feel for him is because it's from another country. If it was done here in America, it's just going to be a bunch of bitches going, oh, I'm a boss. I do this. I do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like Jenna Shea. I never want to hit a woman. I do. I want them to. I want to. I want to uh, sub-zero the floor as they're walking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That's what I want to do. That would be good. I think it would cause more pain than a punch. <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh man, damn. While they're walking with boss heels, you oh. fucking whores. Yeah, it's just like I said, the, the documentary, by the end of it, you feel for him. Except for that bitch who won't go full nude. Because it's like, she's really high on herself really high and it's like how do you make money when all you do is sit there in a bustier you're not even showing the something goods. something happened to her easily yeah see that's what you do you start using this you start using what you know but you you make it a fact it may not even be a fact like something happened to you what happened to you someone touched you yeah you can tell you can tell. are you bulimic you start just digging at their fucking psyche you know i know it's something that keeps you up at night <laughs> i fucks with them um uh. i watched something that and this is from a creative standpoint, because mm-hmm. you might be leaning towards, even though you've gone to hippo, so you've got anything to say, you can go fuck. Um, what? Yeah. What? No. What? I'm not, no, I'm not that way. No, clearly, but I'm saying what I saw will make you probably say, nigga, what the fuck is your problem? Mm-hmm. I watched a um, documentary, uh, it was a movie that came out in 1980 called Cruising, that was uh, starring Al Pacino as a guy... <laughs> I've got to get me some tail. <laughs> as, a, as a guy who, um, he goes into a, a leather bar mm. in the, like, in, since it's 1980, yeah. but he's a homophobe, so he's going in to kill fuckers. Look at all you dirty fags. <laughs> I'm going to pump you full of something you don't like, and it's lead. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting there watching this shit, and, like, I put on, um, I went on this, uh, I went on, like, Ola. It's an um, app that you put on your Google Chrome, and it allows you to see movies that are in other countries. And you can add it to your instant queue. So I added it, and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling, like, independent right now, because we started doing an independent movie review show. I don't know if you've been on a website, but we reviewed a movie called A Bellflower. So you want to you watch that, by the way. Yes. Um, so I ended up watching this movie called Interior Leather Bar. Uh, James Franco did it. And... <laughs> He, the, it was, but it, starring James Franco. No, no, no. Um, it, it was it was from the position of this in that movie, um, uh, cruising. It was like a f- of like movie that was edited out because they said that oh well if you don't cut this out, this is going to get an X rating. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we're talking about this subject matter and we can't talk about what happens to happens to happen in a gay bar, then. Are we really doing this justice? You know what happens in a gay bar? A gay bar, straight people get assaulted. That's what happens at a gay bar. But I'm not kidding you. That happened to me. Neither one of us was around in 1980. No. So the point I'm making, and what he said in there, because they do just graphic shit. It's dudes sucking each other off and shit, all types of crazy shit. And one dude who's his friend, he has all actors in this. He has this one dude who's his friend. He's like filming it and so on and so forth, just to show like, yo, this is what could have happened in this movie and shit. And he made a very poignant point in it. And I'll touch on that. But he had his, his friend who 
is like a starving actor trying to get on and shit. And he's literally uncomfortable with all of this, but he's like the lead. He's kind of got the Al Pacino role. But they're not doing any of the violence. He's just sitting there just like, and that's not him acting. He's just like, this is, this is horrible. He keeps calling his wife and shit. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be home soon. And he's just like, yeah, I support you, whatever you're doing from a creative standpoint. You're doing a lot of shit, but do you really want to take this bound? There's people fucking in here. Like, there are guys sucking each other out. There's so many dicks and balls out. He's like, for God's sake, you're in a Disney movie. He's like, what are you thinking? So he's just like, what Franco said was like, you know, what's wrong with sexuality? It's like, we all have sex. We all fuck. These are people that have sex. He's like, they're people. It's like, so sex is taboo, but we can see people get shot. We can see people dying. But sex that makes everyone happy, everyone likes to fuck, we can't show that. So we're fetishizing sex. We're making it like something that's naughty and so on and so forth. Aren't we past that? But I can go and see someone be shot in the face, brains fly out. Yeah. And from that standpoint, I was like, you know what? I'm 100% behind him. Pause. And, and, I, and I ended up watching. I was like, yo, this is, this is a little much. But they, they, they panned on one scene. Um, they were shooting, like, actually, it was this couple. And they were fucking at one point. And it was like, they were making a movie. It was a documentary about the movie they were making. And, and you see the face of the one guy who's James Franco's friend just like, just like disturbed. Because you know there's a whole theory out there that straight men, when they see gay sex, gay sex they are sick yeah. to the sun. James Franco's just like this. Just got the tongue like. See, I don't think it would make me sick, although I don't want to see it. It's like, like I don't want to see it. I'm like, oh, wow, if, okay. Like, it's fucking like you're right there and two dudes blowing each other like on this couch right now. You, that expression right there is the same expression the dude had. Yeah, because I don't want to see that. That's the point. That's the that's the that's the, uh, it's that the face. Sick. It just makes not me physically like, sick, but it's repulsion. Yeah. It's like you know what? I'm gonna look at that air conditioning unit. But see, adversely, I don't want to see two women fucking each other. Like I don't want to see that either. But, that does nothing for me. But if it was two, it was a dude and a chick fucking. I'm like you know, I could yeah. watch this for a few minutes. Straight porn. Straight porn. I, I watch lesbian porn here and there in very very small doses because to me, it's like uh, you're you're fucking each other with a fake penis. Just get a guy. That's what me and you differ. I don't need to see any. Like, I'm talking about, like, literally, if it was right here, not because I'm sitting here, but if it was right here, I don't need to see anybody fucking, like, right there. Like, my natural inclination is to look away. I don't give a fuck. Like, unless, even if someone's like, yo, dude, you want to get in on this? Nah. Ew. I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that, even if that's a bad... Let's tripod this bitch. Yeah. Let's treat her like a fucking Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Let's bridge her ass. Brooklyn bridge that ass. God. Um, let's pull a little, little news after we've... Killed this, this shit. Movie, well, keeping in tune with, with the gays. gays. So, um, Daryl Dixon's gay. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. I'm looking at something right here that, um, they, they, uh, via comicbook.com, oh, they God. had an interview with Robert Kirkman where he addresses it's like they, they, they've discussed his sexuality, mm -hmm. but they don't feel like they need to address it, at least not yet. Like, Kirkman was like, uh, you know, if if there comes a point where Daryl uh, isn't crossbowing something, then we'll or ride his badass yeah, motorcycle. Then we'll then we'll figure out how to address it. But we don't need that. We this, don't need that. This goes to my gay agenda, and I made the point to dehomophobe myself by saying I sat there and watched that fucking gay movie. Because you know, like, pretty much if you're straight and you're saying anything that's like questioning gay shit. Yeah, you're an enemy. This is LGBTQE, because you're an enemy. Fuck you. LGBTQE. Yeah, I threw the E on that, because they add a letter. Add a couple letters every other fucking week. Wow. Well, anyway, 
he said if in, in this segment this is from um a California celebrity um, on Yahoo and it's a blog and they're saying if he turns out to be gay it would be great because there's a serious lack of representation in the LGBTQ community no, there isn't. here's my issue with that and the fact that it's like well why does anyone look so hot haggard no one gives a fuck about dick and butt during a zombie apocalypse if you get some I'm not, during the zombie apocalypse, it's a sheer coincidence. I mean, sure, you know, one chick gave birth on the zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's called a spade a spade there. Dead now. Yeah. But my, my, my still, my, my thing is, it's like, no one should give a fuck about sexuality. Like, why are you making sexuality a thing? Like, if That's anyone would be gay, it's like, okay, Michonne's gay. Fucking this person's gay. But it doesn't why, ma- It like, shouldn't why matter. Why do we need it? It's, yeah. That's my question. It's like, it shouldn't matter, but why do we need it? Why do we need and that in something like The Walking Dead? Why do we need that anything? Like, because everything needs to be represented. Everyone's so closeted. No, no you you want... So- well, then in that case, in the next two it trivializes. we need to get some Muslims. We need to get some Jewish It people. trivializes everything that you're doing. Where you, where you have to does. make, say, okay, this is what we're going to talk about this week. When you, when you have to make sure that every every uh, every life yeah. is included in on something, then you're just homogenizing it and pandering. For the sake of doing it. Yeah. Is, is it add anything to the story? Like, oh, well, he's gay. That means he's going to kill zombies with makeup. Fuck you. Yeah. It's not going to do anything to the story. You're pooching. It's just going to upset people. You're going to make it poochy. Yeah, Thank pretty you. much. Since it's reference anyone? <laughs> pretty much. Daryl Dixon is going to become a gangster octopus. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's where, like, and it's not even from a fanboy perspective. It's from a realistic perspective. Yeah, like, it's realistic. You don't need, why do we need to address this? It's like, you're, it goes to the same thing. It's like me saying, well, I have a gay friend. It's like, well, we're hip. We have a gay character. No. No. If we, if we put a gay person in, in, like, a skit we do, it is not because we feel everybody should be included. No. It's because we feel... I respect an individual, and I think they're going to add something to what we're doing. Here's here's a segment that would work better if the character was gay. It's just... It doesn't matter. And that's that's exactly the point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. People are going to over everything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, and I find, like, the people who have the control now, they don't think that they have control, and they feel like they're fighting for something more than they actually have to fight for. Like... I don't know, like, it was recent, like, um, Brittany Griner, she proposed to and got engaged to a fellow WNBA player. So I'm like, you know, good for her. whoop de doo But my question is this. I didn't know her girlfriend was out. So here's my thing. If we're in a relationship, right, and someone puts me, I made a public spectacle, like, yo, the camera's got to be here for this. Isn't that fucked up? Isn't that kind of attention-grabbing a yeah, little bit? it is. But no, no. But Everybody the world over just wants a little bit of attention, man. Look at me. That's all we're saying. Look at me. Yeah. What do you think we're doing right now? Look at me. But it's not like, you know, I think like those alternative like cultures or what have you, or alternative lifestyles, whatever. Like I hate calling it that, but it's essentially what it is. It goes against what the Normalist. standard was and shit. You know, we don't have to go out there and say like, look, like, like let's say, you know, you come out to me like you're Rob, yo. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But it's not like I need you to have fucking fanfare and tell me so I can do the same thing with you. But it's not like we had to broadcast that we're straight either. That was always my standpoint. Like, I don't care if you're gay. You know, be who you are. Be true to yourself and shit. But don't... And I would never be able to deal with the shit you may have done with. Let's just don't take it to an nth degree where it's like you're a normal person, but now that you're gay, you have to 
spray paint the rainbow over everything and alienate your old friends where it's like, this is me now! You have to put up with it and you have to give me this attention. Yeah, it's just like... It's like, dude, you're gay. That's it's like... good for you. If I that's, hope you find a guy that, you know, will treat you right. That's where it stops. And if, if, if that's who you are, then fine. But it makes me question, hmm, so... If you're so different now, like if you're the same person you happen to be gay, I'm not fucking you, so it shouldn't matter. But if now you make a paradigm shift from what your personality is, that means you've been lying to me for the duration of our friendship. <laughs> I like the idea. I've been in a closet. It's not about you. Now, see, that's comedy to me. It's like, oh man, we've known each other our whole lives, and like, you like to say I'm the one that comes out to you. Yeah. You get pissed off me. It's like, okay, so you've been basically lying to me for a decade, you asshole. What? Like, that's just humorous to me. But that's the reality. I've had that situation before. And regardless, you're never right. To me, it's like, even if you said, like, something like, just that's just been, like, such a lie. Whatever it may have been. Like, you're wrong. You know what? I've, I've hated blacks. You're only black I really deal with. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, but see, that's not true because you know how much I love black. But that's my point. It would be something that we talked about certain things that say, hey, this is what I'm about. Yeah. And if you're the same way personality-wise and shit... But then you come and say, yeah, just because I like, you know, the same sex, I'm, you know, homosexual, I'm so different now. It's like, then that's the way the lie is at. Yeah. Well, it's like I, like I said. I've revealed myself to be a Republican. I don't like the little man, Dan. The <laughs> fuck, Rob? <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm about ready to be a Republican. Nah. Democrats are stupid, homie. I'd rather be a fucking libertarian. Do we even need politics? The government's just going to do whatever it wants anyway. Yeah, that's true. We, Ma- don't, we don't need sides. We don't need laws. Anarchy! No, we need laws. Well, as a black man, after this we week, sir. Laws. After this week, sir. Automatically, after the description, I don't look like your average nigga. Outlaw country, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, touch, touch on that a little bit with the uh, the shooting with, uh, with the Ferguson and all that good mm-hmm. shit. Well, bad shit. Yo, Clarissa needs to come back and explain it a little bit more, because I don't understand. I've seen this shit on Twitter... Everybody's posting about Ferguson, and the only thing I can think is Clarissa explains it all. That's it. All I know is some shit's going on in Missouri. Fuckers getting shot. Fuckers got curfews. Black kids getting shot by white police officers. Police officers getting awards and shit. Kid didn't have a gun. It was live stream. And just think, none of this would be happening if fucking teenagers would just listen and fucking obey the curfew. Well, this is the curfew was set before that. I mean, the, cur- I mean the, curfew, the, curfew. the curfew wasn't set before that. Oh, and this was, uh, this, yeah, okay. this was this on is broad violence. daylight as well. This is just violence. This is just white against black violence under the guise of law. I misunderstood. Like, it's very trayvon It's very... It's very Florida. Floridian in some ways. Do they have standard ground rules in Montana? This is Missouri. Oh, Missouri. This is near, the, this is near the St. Louis's of the, of the world. Uh, and... It's always red states. Republican states. Yep. Gun states. Yep. And but yeah, we live in a state where we gotta talk out our feelings. Yeah. And we got I, I love that it doesn't matter. It doesn't you, matter. You wanna how, move to Florida? Uh, I'm thinking Canada, homie. Yeah. Fuck that. My cousin's we, we we may not be coming back after the Toronto trip. To San Diego. I say we just go crash on his couch. San Diego. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Get some hand jobs in San Diego. I live in San Diego. But yeah, man, fucking it's I hate taking it to that racial thing, but that's the expectation now. Like, as as a black man, there's shit that that you can use the same response as the gays use. You don't experience, or you won't understand it. Even black women wouldn't understand what it takes, what it is to be a black man. 
and the fact that you immediately fit a description and you don't sound look act dress or anything like these fuckers that they're looking for that you can walk into quote unquote wrong neighborhood why how's that wrong neighborhood when, when, when the fuck did that happen dude that happened when crack came to town but that's so that's almost 30 years yeah. crack came on 85 yeah. but still haven't we progressed it's just done in a different way. Like I had a conversation with a dude, um, taxi driver actually. He he made him talk. He's like, dude, you do a podcast? I want to do your show. That's what's up. And he's um, he's actually a lawyer too. That's cool. And he was just talking about it. He was just like, it's fucked up that these are laws that are on the book. He's from here, and me and him have somewhat similar sensibilities. And we had like a long, like thirty minute conversation after a five minute cab ride. <laughs> and he's like, get hit with the whole thing by even being alienated by your own like social or racial group of, well, you act like you're white. It's like, the fuck is that? Like, just because I know how to talk and shit, and I don't wear my hands hanging off my ass, and I went to fucking school, and I run into the same shit. So you get the alienation from your own group, but because you look this way, you get the prospect of violence yeah. from the other group, which. They have it on the books that they can do it. That's where the issue is at. See, I didn't even know that. They have laws saying that they can... Well, the fact that... force. The fact that police have been known over the last, you know, bit to shoot motherfuckers. Well, I mean, the police have never been right. There's always been corruption with police. Yeah. For every good one, you got 20 assholes and then, that drop crack in your car. <laughs> the, the old nature tells you, sprinkle some crack on them. Sprinkle some crack on them, let's get out of here. And it's, it's fucked. And it's like you have to, I hate to say it, but you have to accept that that's what the reality is. That's, the, that's not, the, it shouldn't be the standard. It's sad. But that's the reality. Let's just move to San Diego. You're well, a lot happier. I want it just to be overt. I want to move to the South. Ugh, no. No, I want, like, I'm talking about like Mississippi. I no. want it, this is why. Because I want it to be overt. I don't want to, you know, for the most part, I trust the law. Yo, I've seen swamp murders. I am moving to Mississippi. I trust the law, right? So, if I believe that police officer is going to do his th- do what he does, but I don't want to be in my place where I'm at and have the prospect of a white dude or the officer running up on me. It's like, yeah, put that gun away. It's like, what gun, nigga? Oh, you're back talking. Pop like my knee. Yeah. Pop my face. Well, I'm probably like my face. <laughs> I'm sounding like sloth and shit. And, you know, I want it to be overt so you know I shouldn't be over here. Yeah, but see, why would you do that? You're just putting yourself in harm's way if you're it's, doing it's, that It's different. Purpose. Like, in, when I was in New Orleans, you knew it was overt. But it wasn't like, hey, nigger. It wasn't any of that. It was just like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's, that's where they're at. This is where we're at. There might be a little intermangling, but it's nothing on the extent that I'm going to be confused and think that that's a friendly. So up here, and in these states that's supposed to be progressive, because you know it's backwards down there. Oh, but the yeah. places that are supposed to be progressive and moving forward, you run into those bogeys, those unfriendlies. Uh, I want to I take a step back for a minute to talk about Daryl Dixon. Fuck. There's a reason why he can't be gay. He's a hillbilly. It's like from the South, like the whole South mentality. We got the bird, 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 but, not gay. Mm, he's not gay. He's a hillbilly. I'm about to shit all over that real quick. Nope, but, deliverance. Deliverance. Deliverance doesn't count. They were fucking people in the ass. That's because they had nothing to fuck. Aside from pigs. What options he has? What options does he have? A zombie? You're pretty much living He's in not gonna fuck a black chick. have eyes type of, mm. type of scenario. You know, last house on the left type of scenario. The hills have thighs. You normal to fuck. You're gonna fuck whatever comes your way. Especially if you're a demented hick. Daryl isn't a demented hick, but he clearly comes from the south. If... He comes if from I was a in... gang of... 
of just people who take. If I was in the zombie apocalypse, I would fuck a severed head. If I was in the zombie apocalypse, I'm capping motherfuckers left and right. We talking about from fucking? Oh, uh, we're talking about fucking. I mean, I wouldn't fuck a zombie head, dude. Zombie. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna get. He's not gonna get STD. He's dead. Dude. Okay. This you might is get a worm in your dick. Understand. You're okay. You might get a maggot in your dick. Ta- okay, a scratch. A scratch, a bite. I know. If you get me. blood, any of their shit into you, you already have the okay, fucking so disease. You're fucking a zombie head. Ugh. You don't think none of that membrane or that goo is gonna go inside your dick hole and then mutate your dick and then turn you into a zombie? Condoms, homie. You need a condom. Or, or, what if something inside the zombie head scratched you? You're done. I'm gonna hollow it out. You're done. Speaking of condoms, Daniel. <laughs> I got really, I got really tight right there, didn't I? Yeah, let's talk about condoms. Like I need, uh, yeah, you don't use condoms. Them. You don't, those. you don't use them anyway. I go raw. I don't. <laughs> Actually, it was a chick that asked. She was well, like, "Well, I go raw if I trust you. I ain't fucking no skanks without a condom." I had a, I had a situation that was like, "Yeah, I'm out of condom." She was like, "You want to just go raw?" Like, she's like, you're, oh, "She's like, she's like, you go on a pullout move, ain't she?" I was like, "I am, but I'm not doing that." And she's like. Hmm. Responsible. <laughs> and I was like, well, you could just blow me. And I, and I said it really drug out, too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> finger, food finger condoms are now a huge hit in Korea, apparently. This is from the Huffington Post. Um, this is by Carly Ledbetter. Uh-huh. Fucking names. <clears throat> We're just mad that we didn't think of it first. After um, resurfacing on Reddit again yesterday, we became transfixed by the oddest invention we've seen in a while. It's called the finger nap. A plastic sanitary glove that sort of is like finger condoms. So if you're, it, it can be used to eat hamburgers, donuts, pizza, and any type of oily food for those who accidentally get uh, elbow deep in grease, sauce, or sugar. It's a pretty perfect concept. It basically keeps your fucking fingers clean, but it looks like a dental dam. I mean, wouldn't that... See, I wouldn't want to use those just because, you know, like, rubber latex has a certain smell, and if it's lubricated, it has a certain texture. They're Korean. Well, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, like, don't you think the latex or, like, that, that weird aroma coming off the latex would kind of get on the food and then you're just kind of eating something and you got the taste of, like, latex on your chicken Daniel, or your hamburger or something? We have a product here. What is this product? Called Throngs. It's a utensil. Throngs? Yeah. You know the little fucking clips that you use to close, like, bags and shit? Yeah. They're those, but they connect to the tip of your fingers, and you can use it to pick up things. (laughs) This is why this is is ingenious. And I'm going to quote what my dad says. And I'm not one of these guys, but I've seen it enough to say, you know, what might be some validity to it. He says white people don't wash their hands when they fucking... You like grab food and shit. So if you got like cake or party mix, it's like I saw this white motherfucker come out of the bathroom, did not wash his hands, and went immediately to the fucking potato chips. I'll say that that's a general thing. I've been in yeah, office settings. That's not a white black thing. It's an everybody thing. It's but a man thing. That's a woman thing too. Ew, that's nasty. Yes, Ew. it's nasty. Like if you Ew, literally, I know chicks did that too. That's gross. If you came and you just finished wiping your ass, you're like, you're oh, supposed it's... to be the sanitary sex. What the fuck? I want some chocolate pretzels. Like, ew, ew. <laughs> immediately. So these products need to happen just because of that. I look at it from that perspective. If you had like, if I saw this like next to, let's say we're sharing a pizza, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, 
I'm gonna pull off slices apart, right? I'm like, okay. I'm just gonna look you up and down, like, uh huh. And sometimes you, it could be shit, like, you're not even doing, like, blatantly. Like, y'all scratching my balls a second. And, oh, shit, I touched that slice. You don't wanna touch those two slices, man. Nah. So, yeah, sanitary napkins, strong. Lastly, and, and the main thing they have in the picture is the piece of fried chicken that they're holding at a jaunty angle. Yeah, see, like, that to me, it's like the latex smell would just get on the food. Lastly, I want to touch on. We're gonna to touch on two things. I want you to talk about Robin Williams after I finish this piece. Oh God! Because uh, Robin Williams have this thing called the Dirty Bird Chicken franchise arouses controversy with this logo, which resembles a penis. It's the picture of a cock, right, mm-hmm. with a little eye on it, and there's white shit going one way, and white shit going like looks like a crown, yeah. and the wings look like balls. It's amazing. Whoever did it deserves all of the money. That is, yeah, that is pretty amazing. Where is this? Where can you buy this chicken? St. Louis. I ah, fuck you. This is in Wales. Wales. We gotta go to. England. This is in Cardiff. It's in oh, Cardiff, man, Wales. Fuck Cardiff. I don't want to go to Cardiff. Oh, don't be they a fuck. Sucky football. Don't be a Premier League puff. <laughs> Dan's a Premier League. Got kicked out of the league last season, dude. You're a we Premier League puff. Them. The league started this weekend, dude. Arsenal won their game. Actually, I saw it. I was watching... Um... Crystal Palace tried to hang in there, man. They they did all right, but fucking... Uh, I was watching... Um... Aaron Ramsey in the 92nd minute scored the second goal. I was watching wrestling and hell the advertisement because wrestling yep. was being played in the UK. Mm-hmm. So, like, coming up this weekend... But, but, but. I was like, all right. I'm just happy that soccer's back because now I've got EPL and then I turn on Top Gear. I'm a 707 kind of guy. I'm a manly man these days. I'm a 707 kind of guy. Yeah. I watch rugby. Right, eh. I don't have a soccer body, dude. Eh. Well, I, mean, I could be a goalie. Fine. I could be a goalie, maybe. That's fine, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really care for rugby. I'd rather watch American dude, football. Dude, they're butt burly dudes. Eh. Eh. It's Smear the Queer. It's professional Smear the Queer. Nah. But so, um, I ended up watching um, Aladdin yesterday. Uh, and I kind of just been, because, you know, after you hear the news, uh, Robert Williams passed yeah. away. Um. I uh, felt like, in some ways, you want to pay your respects or what have you. Not saying that, oh, it's all about me or anything along those lines, but you want to look at a person's um, hits and appreciate what they did and shit because they're no longer going to be doing it. It's just, to me, it was like, I was blown away because it's like, you know, how could, like, just a person who spent his entire career making people happy be that depressed? And it's like, because, I mean, Robin Williams was an advocate for a lot of different things, and it's like, how did he not... Get the help. He, like, you know, it's he just, was it's he was sad. battling, dude, and it's very very sad. If you look at like many comedians, it's like it's stories of comedians that commit suicide, and they're like really like fucked up suicides. Like Richard Jenny and shit. I remember the story about him. I think I may be getting confused, but he killed himself in one or two fucked up ways. It was either he slit his own throat, mm-hmm. which is yeah, that's insane. That goes against your human nature. Oh my god. Or he like shot himself. It was one of the two because I think it was two comedians, and they both kind of have it around the same way. And both of them stick in my head of how they shot themselves. But over the years, may have gotten kind of mixed up. But it was either that, or he shot himself in the face, but it didn't take. So he ended up dying in the hospital from like losing like part of his fucking face. And the, one of the things from it is like comedians. They for that for you to come up with that humor. It has to be that duality behind. You have to be a very sad individual to be that funny, and oftentimes that's what happens. It's like I remember Patrice O'Neill saying, "Like comedians are always like miserable." 
You're never just like a happy-go-lucky comedian. There's a dark side there. Well, I mean, Keenan, Keenan Ivory Wayans said it best. Like, tragedy breeds comedy. Like, the you know, some of the hardest tragedy breeds the best comedy. Yeah. Like, I mean, we even, like, we're not comedians by any stretch here. We try to make each other laugh, at least. And I try, I've been trying. But I'm just, Let's just say I'm not doing sidebar stand-up anymore. I'm going, I'm branching out into places. But let's just, for the, for the sake of argument here, we, we try to make each other laugh, but... Oftentimes, I know for myself, it comes from like a level of like self-deprecation. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a terrible individual, and this is why. But you may say it in such a way that mm-hmm. is humorous and is anecdotal. And you know, I think both of us, we grew up. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but we grew up on like Robin Williams movies and yeah. fucking like Aladdin, as I watched, and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, Jumanji. Oh, and you end up liking those things, and flubber. you flubber. Um, even the old Pie Pie from 1980 and shit. Mm-hmm. And you, you end up watching those things, and you're like, damn. And he was, and so he did so much voiceover work and shit, and just so many things. She's like, yo, this was a, was a good dude. Career slowed down, and he battled depression and shit. I just remember one stand up, because I didn't know he really did stand up. Like, oh, yeah, dude. But I didn't know it until I saw, like, oh, so. What was it? Uh, it was something on HBO, and I remember one bit he did. He was talking about going down on his wife and shit. And you know how Harry's fucking arms are, yeah. so he's like, looks <laughs> like you had to do that to treat Missy, and he did the whole fucking John Wayne voice when he did. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. The first real Robin Williams like because you know voiceovers and yeah. kid friendly movies. First bit of comedy I ever heard him do, and I remember it. It was like the first real joke. I can't remember what he was equating to it, but he equated something. It was like he—he he was like it's like masturbating with an oven mitt. Yeah. And it's just like I remember hearing that like at a young age. I was probably 13, 12 maybe. I don't know. It's yeah. just—it was ridiculous to me. And of course, my mom's like, <gasps> he is such a horrible, dirty uh, comedian. He can make such great, wholesome movies, but he is such a dirty comedian. I'm like, yeah, but he's funny. Yeah. Then uh, he started doing his serious roles and so on and so forth. And even never in- saw Patch Adams. Didn't have a desire. Jack to. was another movie I loved. Jack was on. It was good. I remember it. It was good. It was a like it had its like super funny moments, and then it got really emotional at certain yeah. points. And I was like, "That's range right there." Like, that's literally those pictures where you see like the smiling face and the happy face in your drama class. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, if, you know, it's a big R.I.P. out there. Regardless of how his life ended, you know. You just gotta remember him for all the good he did, and don't focus on the fact that he took himself out. Yeah, I mean that definitely paints a certain, just a dark area over everything. But we don't we don't know what a person deals with, and everyone has their limits. And you know, depression is something, and we all deal with it in some way, shape, or form. We all deal with it differently. Well, all I'm saying is, you know, seek help. Yeah, you. Uh, there's never depression awareness. There's never, uh, uh, suicide is a temporary is a permanent Te- solution to, to a, a temporary, temporary problem. problem and you know there's always someone out there who's willing to hear you and listen to you and let you get out whatever you need that's what therapy is yeah. it just it blows me away that it that's what happened like sometimes sometimes certain things just don't take and you know I, I just get tight with the assholes who who take shots and, and turn it into 
hey, this is an opportunity to shit on a person and shit. Like, I'd, the, like to, I'd like to meet somebody who wants to shit on Robin Williams. I don't want to punch him in the face. Like the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, and I think even it's one of the papers and shit, they got in graphic detail as to what happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you don't do that. This, kid, this dude's got a family yeah. and shit like that. And, you know, the fact of the matter is the it's over. It's concluded. And, you know. The most important lesson Robin Williams ever taught me was that friends come in all sizes. They do. <laughs> yeah. All the colors of the rainbow, from mauve to blue. <laughs> he told me, uh, make dreams come true, like, through magic. He's a, he's a genie. He was. He was. He, I mean. <sighs> so, uh, I guess we can wrap up there on a somber yeah, note. Yeah, on this somber, sad type of, man. <laughs> this has been the rock. <laughs> 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 it got very emo at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, got really emo towards the end there. I mean, yeah. is there any? Is there like a high note that we can end on? Uh, Anything coming up soon that people should be aware of? Yeah, um, you, you hit them. Vote, you, vote, motherfuckers. Yeah, we gotta uh, do that again. Uh, voting, 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 voting. I've been hitting the Instagram, um, hitting the Facebook, hitting the Twitter, all of that stuff. For um, Vote for us on the Best of Baltimore Readers poll on the City Paper, Best Local Podcast, Best Baltimore-based blog, Best Baltimore Website, those things. I believe they're on the second page of the uh, Best of Baltimore Readers poll on the City Paper. Vote for Mastermind Teams, Robcast, and the Best Local Podcast. And um, mtrthenetwork.com under Best Baltimore-based blog and uh, website. And remember... Stay away from innocent-looking bookstores. <laughs> For Dan D, Rob Lee, Watkins out.